Good morning. How are you this morning? I hope you are doing well. My name is Andrea Smith, and I am the pastor here. And it's a holiday weekend, so thank you for being in worship this morning. And if you're worshiping with us online, we extend a very special and warm welcome to you on a holiday weekend. We typically have any from anywhere from 60 to 80 individual u- unique IP addresses worshiping with us online uh, on Sundays or throughout the week. So online church is legit church. So a huge shout out to you, and we're so glad that you're here. Today is a little different for us. It is the day that five years ago we actually began. It was like our last preview service before we launched West, uh, a campus of Williamson's Chapel. And what happened that day was authentic church. About 40 to 50 people gathered outside the doors here of Lake Norman High School with dozens and dozens of Krispy Kreme donuts. Not because we were hungry, because we went and gave them away. That was our church that day. Uh, we didn't harass people. We just handed them to them, no, no strings attached, and just said, uh, have, have a happy Labor Day weekend from West United Methodist. And so this morning, we continue that tradition, not with donuts, but in existing to give ourselves away. You see, that's what Jesus did. Very rarely do we read stories in the Gospels of Jesus sitting in the temple with the disciples. Those are not the stories that are recorded in the Gospels. So there must be something to that. Jesus taught them that they existed to give themselves away because that's what the kingdom of God was, sacrifice and love. In fact, the scripture message that I'm going to read for you in just a second is taken from the Gospel of Mark's sort of when Jesus redefines all those rules. So this morning, I'm going to give you just about this much information about how we as a faith community, as a church, exist to redefine the rules. But before that, I want to introduce you to a special someone who uh, just is an amazing rule follower in the game of softball. We happen to have the pitcher for the 12U World Series champs here with us this morning. She and her family are a part of the West community, and I want you to give a huge shout out and a huge yay to Callie Morton. I want Callie to come up this morning. I won't ask her to like speak, but I just, you know, this is like a celebrity. She is, you are in my book, like I don't watch softball, but I watched you pitch and lots of these folks did. And we were proud that you were part of our faith community. So give her another warm hand and just say yay. Thank you. We're proud of you. Marcy and Shane, her parents were saying, you know, I'm sorry, we, ha- we weren't in church for a while, you know, every eight weeks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, you know what? That's sort of why West exists. It's a different day. Back in the 1940s through the year like 2000, church, the world stopped for church. How many of you remember in your lifetime on Sunday morning when no stores were open, no restaurants were open until at least one o'clock. If you'll clap. (laughs) On Sunday mornings now, 
the West office is over on 150 near the car dealerships, and I go study after I try to help unload. And if I don't leave in time, I am cutting it pretty close to getting here on time because of traffic. Do you know what that means? They're not all rushing to church. In fact, you are the exception. And you know what? That's okay. People have lives and lives are busy. And most will tell you of the one-third of the population that don't go to church at all, that on Sunday mornings, it is their only day. It's their only day to rest. It's their only day as a family. It's their only day to go visit relatives. But we also live in a different time. You see ball, softball, lacrosse, football, any kind of ball, dance teams, cheer teams, travel, soccer, all those things. Guess what? They happen on Sunday morning. Now, the church of yesteryear, the pastor would stand and condemn everyone for missing on Sunday. Jesus did a lot of the miracles on Sunday, on the Sabbath. It was actually on Saturday, but on the Sabbath, the Pharisees, the religious leaders, they tried to catch him in those miracles and use that as a punishable crime because he was breaking the law. Jesus redefined law. So hear that. In the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 12, it's called the First Commandment. One of the scribes came near and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, he asked him, being Jesus, which commandment, Jesus, is the first? So basically, which commandment is the most important? And Jesus answered, the first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, you're right. Teacher, you have truly said that he is one, he being God, and besides God, there is no other, and to love God with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself. This is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any questions. So this guy that's asking Jesus the questions, after Jesus says you need to love, there's one God, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself, inferring that we actually have to love ourselves as well. Then the young man said, you know, so it's not about the whole burnt sacrifices, the whole burnt offerings that we present. And Jesus says, yes, truly you are being a part now of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. It's here right now in our midst. 
Now, we can't take that exactly literally in that, you know, no offerings or sacrifices were important anymore in their Jewish tradition because that's not true. There, there was worship, there was corporate worship, and a part of that was them presenting their offerings to God. However, they got really wrapped up in that. In fact, uh, that was the time that Jesus overturned the tables in the temple was when they were selling, the religious leaders were selling the offerings. You had to buy an offering to come then present at the, at the altar to God. And you needed an offering without blemish. Jesus is saying this is not about that. It's about loving God and loving one another. That's why we exist as a church. That's why you're never going to get beat over the head by your pastor if you're not here on Sunday mornings. It's why we do offer online worship and seek every week to make that a better experience for the people worshiping online. It's why we do church differently because you see Jesus redefined the rules and we have to now. Else the world series champion would not have a faith community but they do because we've redefined the rules this morning is a no huddles day now if you're inwardly groaning i'm sorry i always get nervous about those because i know that these break the rules and over our five years of existence i have heard things like i didn't get up out of bed to go and you know just stuff some stuff in a bag for somebody else. I need you to feed me. Well, I hope that the last five minutes gave you something to ponder. I hope the scripture fed you in some way. But you see, Jesus did not sit around with the disciples and just pontificate. They went and they did things. And we, as leaders of West, we know how busy your life is. And long gone are the days from the 1940s and 50s to the year 2000 where everything stopped on Sunday morning. Long gone are the days that on Wednesday night, it was church night. And Sunday night was church night again. We're lucky if we have time to carve out of our busy lives enough time to study and then go and do It is our responsibility as leaders of a faith community to provide you with opportunities to follow Jesus, to love God, and to love one another. And that's why we have no huddle days. You've listened to me for five to ten minutes, and frankly, that's enough. Now what we're going to do is we have stations that are set up out in the commons area. Bonnie Battaglia, our catalyst of community outreach and relationships, she's out there and there are captains at the tables and you have an opportunity to use your hands and your friendliness and do various things today that will impact someone's life for the good. We are very intentional about the mission projects that we choose. This morning, the first one is Cards of Love for Acres of Hope. Acres of Hope is our Ugandan orphanage that we partner with, that we were a part of helping create with Pastor Jeffrey. If you get the West e-news or the West emails during the week, 
I hope you had a chance to see or either see on Facebook the accident, the tragic accident that happened at Acres of Hope. On Monday, their soccer team, their football team, their soccer team, their boys soccer team was traveling back from a tournament that they'd had and they had a bus accident. Those were Pastor Jeffrey's words. Now, that conjured up in my mind what the buses look like when my kids travel to some of their away sports. They ride a bus. So I figured that's what the Acres of Hope boys were doing. And and Jeffrey's report said that the bus overturned and that three were killed and another was in critical condition and they were still assessing the situation So I reached out to Jeffrey privately on Facebook and said, you know, please just tell us if there's anything that we can do. And he said, just pray. He said, the theater is broken, and so it will be another 24 hours before we'll really know what's going on and the full extent of the injuries. It took me a minute to figure out what theater was. He finally explained it's an x-ray machine. And so you see in Nebi, Uganda... They only had one, and it was broken. So lots of young men were uh, just waiting. Some were critically ill. Some were unable to move. He sent me pictures of some of the young men. And uh, I want you in your mind to picture the most abhorrible health care circumstance or situation and then put a young boy on just some rags on the floor and that's where they were. Jeffrey said that uh, they hadn't budgeted for this. We never budget for tragedies, do we? And I said, well, please, you know, we don't ask folks for money. We don't beat them over the head a lot. uh, But This time we'll make a public ask. So at the end of the service, or we'll put it up there now, but at the end we'll put it back up. I am going to ask. This is push pay. It is a safe way to give. If you haven't given already, and so many of you have, we've collected over $2,000 just since Friday. Uh, Be a part of helping Jeffrey pay their medical bills. They equal over $3,000. Michelle Campbell, a part of the West Faith community and a team from Williamson's Chapel and World of God are traveling to Uganda next weekend. So we'll see that Jeffrey gets the funds in the appropriate way. Today, if you can't give money, that is okay. You can write a card. You can tell them that we're praying for them and that they are a part of our faith community and our family. If you're worshiping with us online, open up your email, info at headingwest.org, and just send an email. We'll print those, and we'll see that Michelle takes those as well. That's one of our stations. The second one is for Habitat for Humanity. That's going to be one of our new missional partners that you're getting ready to hear a lot about starting next week as we begin the new message series. You are going to be packing snack packs for the workers that volunteer at Habitat. That will be one of the stations, and we're going to fill 100 bags of snacks for the workers. The next station is called Flower Power. 
It is outside. We are going to be making pots of flowers or transferring pots of flowers and making them nice. And then they are going to be given to the residents of Habitat Homes. And it will say, from your friends at West UMC. And then the last station is toiletry packing. If this seems like a waste of time, any of these, I promise you they aren't. New Story Mission Church is the United Methodist Church in Winston-Salem. They are a new church. They started about a year after we did. They reach a very different population. New Stories, uh, worshiping population, one-third of them are recovering addicts, and one-half fall below the poverty line. Scott Osterberg is a clergy colleague friend of mine, and he shared with me, you know, it's, they've opened up another homeless shelter because the need is so great, and a dying church gave new story their facility. And so they turned it into a homeless shelter, and they feed folks on Monday nights. The toiletry kits that you're getting ready to pack will include items that Scott said that they need. So every pack, every gallon bag that you put the washcloth in and the soap, you're helping someone be clean. You're helping someone that has no way of brushing their teeth brush their teeth. And uh, I just got back from vacation yesterday, and I stayed at this hotel where they gave you the little travel-sized toiletries every morning when they would come clean the room. I know they probably thought I was a hoarder because I would uh, gather them in my room and I added about five pounds to my suitcase and brought them home. That's another way that you can be a part of being missional with West is when you travel and so many of you do. If you have a chance to check your bag and can put your soaps in there, bring them back. Bring them on Sunday morning, put them over near our food for Third Creek and periodically we make these toiletry packs. I hope you don't think that today is a waste of your time. I hope you don't think that you got up this morning and you came listening for some deep theological message that will help you have happiness in life and you got gypped. Because Jesus shows us that the way that we experience the kingdom of God, the way that we experience happiness and wholeness in the here and the now is to live a life of love. And the way that we do that is by giving ourselves away. Not just individually, but as a church. Let us pray. Gracious God, we each come into this place today with different gifts, different resources. Some of us can draw a picture and it speaks volumes. Others of us can give our manpower. We can pack bags. We can transfer flowers. We can offer our prayers for the kids of Acres of Hope and the leaders that are mourning the death of some of those young boys. God, we each come to you with individual gifts. I ask that you reveal to us how we can be vessels of your love, people of your love in this world, be it online or in person. And God, thank you for a faith community that is willing to exist, to give itself away, for that is the way of Christ.
And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.